Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. It's Tuesday, Boot Camp for Your Soul. And happy, happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Eric. Happy New Year, Marie. Yay. Did you have a good time on your holiday? I did, yeah. I had the last week off, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. You were in California, in Reading, is that correct? Well, I went down to uh, California, went to Reading for Mm -hmm. about a day, and then the next day we headed on down to Monterey, where my sister lives, and uh, got to meet my new niece, and had a good old time. Sweet. That's adorable. That's absolutely fun. And she's very, very cute. How old is she? She is about six months now. (gasps) Oh, I bet she's really cute. Very cute. Oh, that's so much fun. What a great uh, age, too, you know, to meet your niece. What a lovely age. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah. She's really sweet. And I gave her a um, a rocking horse uh, for Christmas. No drum set yet? No, no. (laughs) I thought this would be, she's already, you know, getting her vocal exercises worked out. So (laughs) she might be a singer because she's got quite a pair of lungs on her. Really? Yes. Yes. It's good for her respiratory. So maybe a mic. (laughs) You know, perhaps dep- yeah, depends on how nice year. you want to be to uh, your sister. <laughs> I did give her some CDs. Though, oh, you so, did? Yeah. So Great. She's going to be enjoying those when she starts to comprehend what, you know, music is. Oh, <laughs> so. that's so lovely. Well, we wish everyone had a pleasant and happy and safe New Year. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I had a wonderful time, too, with my family of origin of all things, with my two of my siblings and my mother and one of my brother's um, partners. We had such a good time. And. Um, we were dancing outside at the Snowflake Lane in Bellevue at 7 and um, watching movies and cheering in the new year um, in the area. So we had a wonderful time. And I really am excited and optimistic for 2012. I think it's going to be a great year for all of us. You know, even e- economically, I think things are going to increase. And so today on the show, I'm going to continue what I did last week um, about the same time. I'm going to help you with readings for the new year. So if you want some guidance on what to do next or what to focus on in 2012 to make things happen, um, I'm here and will be very, very happy to help you do that. And I wanted to give a shout out for my dear friend, Andrea Friesen, who's in Sun Valley right now. She was, um, there was a lovely proclamation given during the holiday uh, that now uh, December 26th is Friesen Gallery Day in the Sun Valley area. So we're just congratulating Andrea. What a wonderful accomplishment. And uh, you know, celebrating her 25 years of, of having the Friesen Gallery in Sun Valley, Idaho. Actually catch them just a little bit outside of it. Um, but congratulations to her. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Beautiful. Let's go ahead and talk to Lori. And Lori's calling from Seattle. Happy New Year, Lori. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I get a reading for 2012 and um, see what you... You know, what see I think. for me. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely looking at what's next. Yeah. And, and so is it sometimes hard to focus on what you really want? Is it challenging for you? Well, it's challenging for me to see how how to actually ah. have an income come from that. I mean, <laughs> I, I know what I love. I mean, uh-huh. I know what I love doing and, and all that. But it's hard for me to make it into, you know, 
I guess, a livelihood where, mm-hmm. you know, I could sustain, you know, what the sure. that I want. Sure. Yeah. So what is it that you love? Well, I love horses. I love uh-huh. animals. Uh-huh. Um, I love nutrition. I love spiritual work. I love nature. I mean, you know, I would, I would be happy, you know, helping someone, you know, in any of those. Yeah. You know, I, I trained horses for for most of my life, and um, I'm looking at, you know, I'm 52 now, and and I'm looking at, you know, what's next. I, right. I, you know, I. Not that you know horses may be next, but I'm yeah, not... I don't think so. You know, I, I think yeah. that that part's over with. I mean, not that you you'll always be involved, and yeah, you, you, but it's also hard work. You know, it's it is it's it hard is. work. Yeah. So, so he, here's what I think needs to happen. So, truly, you would love to work in some sort of holistic industry. You would probably prefer to be self-employed. I'm imagining. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm finding. Uh-huh. And and so it so. What you have to do is not try to figure this out or think that you cannot have an income doing something that you love, because that's just an old belief system that we're working on thinning in the United States. That's why we're sending certain jobs overseas, at least in my mind. I know corporations are doing it for other reasons. But in my mind, if Americans can't have creative, fulfilling jobs, well, you know, that's not fair. And we need to, because we're more of a capitalist country, we actually mandate more creativity in our workforce than maybe other jobs, you know, globally. And so the more jobs we can send um, to other places where people maybe need some more stability, and I'm not saying that creative jobs don't create stability, but it's very important for you to start to change your belief system about doing what I love and getting paid for it. And, and, And not just paid for it so that it's okay, but paid for it so you can thrive with it. Yeah. You know, so that you can... Do, do abs- you see, personally, an, an area, you know, can can you see anything for me, um, well, an avenue to focus? Well, or? actually, what it is is that you first have to get out of that whole... You literally have to get rid of this old belief system because it's, it's running the show. This okay. belief system that you can't have a job that you love and thrive with financially. It is running the entire show. And so I actually can't see one particular thing. There's several things that you can do, and that doesn't really matter, believe it or not. The universe will bring it right in, make it gorgeous for you, stunning, effective, positive, will resonate in your life positively. But you have to get rid of this belief. You have to maybe start focusing on people like me or others who get to do what they love and get to thrive in every area of their life, including financially in their career. So in other words, start embodying that type of energy. Focus on those people. It doesn't have to be me. You can cut out a picture of anyone that you want and put it maybe in a beautiful little card that you look at, you know, Uh or put beautiful Uh words in it that talk about flow and success and thriving financially because everything that happens in life is based on your thoughts, Everything. And right. I know you've heard that a million times, yeah. right? But it's really, really true. So I would focus on at least, at least the first three months of, of course, you can have an incredible job. You don't have to think about what it is. That's okay. not necessary. The universe okay. figures that out for you. The universe knows all of your... <laughs> Seriously. Good. I'm glad that's a relief. Yeah. So your job is just to get in that energy that, yes, of course, I can have or I already have an incredible job without knowing what it is that I love to do and I thrive in financially and otherwise. Great. So take the first three months and really, you know, embrace or saturate your mind with those thoughts and feelings. 
And, and then Good. we'll see what happens, you know, by April or May. Great. Okay? Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Alrighty. Bye. Bye-bye. And now let's talk to Monica in Issaquah. Hi, Monica. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm great, thank you. What can I do for you today? Well, I've been doing um, an awful lot of post-traumatic stress healing work. Um, on others? On myself. Hmm. Interesting. And, and um, wondering when it's going to get easier. Um, uh-huh. I feel like I'm making tons of progress, and I should be feeling a lot better by now. Uh-huh. Um, so how long have you been doing it? Well, um on and off really for 18 years. But, okay, um, I think it's time to stop. I absolutely, yeah. absolutely think it's time to stop. Seriously. Because, you know, when you focus on, we were just talking about this with the other caller, but in a different way. When you focus on something very strongly for a long period of time, you basically just keep creating it. And notice what I asked. You know, so as an intuitive, one of the things I look at is, of course, my accuracy, but why I would say something like, for others, when you said you were working on post-traumatic work, I think if you want to stay in that type of world, then you need to start doing it for others. But I think it's time for you to graduate. I think it's more than time for you to graduate. Mm -hmm. And notice how you don't want to. You just want to, even though you want to, you don't want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the the effects have been pretty severe. I mean, there's pretty severe depression, so I've needed to in order to... I know, to but, but now you're health. not. Now you're not in severe depression. Would you agree? Uh, I would agree. I'm still kind of struggling with anxiety and, and related issues. Uh-huh. Well, I think it might be interesting if, if indeed you're attracted to this type of work and you find it meaningful and interesting. I wonder what it would be like for you to turn the wheel and then become a, a therapist or a practitioner or somebody who works even energetically with people on post-traumatic stress rather than well, the patient. Yeah, well, I'm um, actually a Healing Touch certified practitioner. Good, perfect. I just haven't done much with it in the last year as I've been working on myself. Right. I think it's time for you to graduate. And, and I wouldn't say that lightly. I absolutely would not. But I'm in your energy system. You know more about your history than the average person. Your awareness mm-hmm. of of everything that's ha- a lot of things that have happened in your life is pretty measurable. It's pretty big. So awareness is 50% of the work. So you already have the awareness. I think it's now time to back away from it, not let that be your story anymore. Not let that be your vibration or your energy that you sink into on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And then perhaps help other people since you know it so well. And there is an attraction, I think, because it's a fascinating subject, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, think it's yeah. It's fascinating. So I think it wouldn't be lovely if you took your hands, um, hands-on healing um, beautiful certificate and started to work with clients, of course, for anything, but maybe specialize on that. Because I don't think anyone could tell you a story that would freak you out or surprise yeah. you. I think you've mm-hmm. heard it all. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But you're going to have to give yourself permission and graduate, maybe even give yourself a really cool certificate. Have a ceremony, mm-hmm. and and because uh-huh. I think there is a little bit of um, the word addiction probably is incorrect, but a little bit of addiction or this attraction to you continuing to do your own therapy on that when you've dedicated a significant amount of time, and it's okay to be done with it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, yeah, I just want. Don't want anything creeping up later, so I'm trying to leave no stone unturned. Well, you know, none of us can predict that 100% of the time we're not going to have some emotional problem or breakdown or or something's going to happen in our life that's going to create stress or even return us back to some old behavioral patterns. None of us can guarantee that. I mean, that's impossible. 
impossible. Mm-hmm. The, the reality is, is you have the skill set. You know what to do. You have backup. So you can go ahead and live your life. And if something happens, you're going to know what to do to help yourself. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's now time to stop worrying about what ifs and just start having fun and enjoying your life more. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. Okay. And Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now we're talking to Marjorie in Seattle. You're on the air, Marjorie. Hi, Marjorie. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. So what's next for you in 2012? Is that what you're wondering? Yes. Okay. So would you consider yourself like a get-up-and-go person? Like as soon as you get an idea, do you just run with it? Or do you kind of sit back and hold it? I know. I know. You've just got to stop. You've you've got to be that risk taking person. This is your year to fly off the cliff and realize that you have wings and that the landing, even if your wings failed to work, is soft and cushy and secure. You you're just gonna have to fly with it because there's this fear that you're gonna make some mistakes or some errors. I hope you do. I mean, that's how I learn. I I learn a lot through jumping off the cliff and going, oh, I I need to do that. I need to run faster next time. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. When, when you jump, it's not about knowing where you're going to go. I mean, when a, a parachute person, whatever you want to call that, someone's going to go skydiving, when they jump on a plane, they don't know where they're going to land. They really don't know. They don't know how they're going to land. And that's not the idea is not to think of the finished product. The idea is thinking about the fun and the excitement of taking flight. But how can you take a risk if you don't know well, first what? of all, it wouldn't be a risk. Okay. Number one, okay. it would absolutely not be a risk. But I think what's most important for you is to realize that there are no mistakes in life, that you can jump off that cliff 50,000 times and you will never be a failure, ever. So if you want things to change in your life, this could very well be your year, by the way, but you're going to have to jump. So, so I'll take it back a few steps because you should see what's happening to your energy system. You're kind of freaking out. You know, you're getting scared. So what is something that you are interested in? Nutrition. Okay. So have you done anything to move in that direction? Um, red. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is the year to take flight. Maybe you're going to study and nutri- take a nutrition class. Maybe you're going to go to Bastyr. And, and notice what happens even when I make suggestions. You start, well, you do. You start to collapse your energy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, why? And, of course, the why is we don't really need to know the whole answer to the why. I mean, I'm sure we can think about a gazillion things, even past life related. Something about being ambitious or, uh, you know, because it's not even risk-taking activity to study nutrition at Bastyr. It's a well-known, internationally respected college. And they even have, I think, a baccalaureate program for nutrition there. Hello, are you there? Hello? Yeah, I just know how expensive it is. Okay, so and there are other programs you can take as well. And, and so what's, what's going to happen is when you get scared, you're going to come up with logical reasons why you can't do the thing that sounds like fun and brings joy into your life. And you're just going to stay in your adorable birdcage. Because that's how I see you. This adorable parakeet in her cage all by herself. And even when the owners leave the gate open accidentally, she won't fly out. (laughs) She's scared. So let the bird out. Let her fly around the room or hopefully escape out the window and just go have a merry time. Well, 
will there be another bird or something to fly to? <laughs> well, you kind of have to get out there and be in your life to attract a partner. Did you know that? Especially a really, really good partner. You have to be invested, engaged, and enjoying your life to attract someone who you can connect with on that level. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? So this is your year to find the opening to that cage and get the heck out. Go out the window. Who cares if you never come back again? Who cares? And I know this is going to sound like a cliche, but what if today was the last day of your life? What if? What would you do? What if this next year, 2012, was your last year? I often think about this. I think that's what helps to make people risk takers is I often think, well, gosh, I could be dead tomorrow. Okay, I'm going to go try that thing, even though it sounds crazy, silly. Uh, So many people tell me the things that I've tried to do are um, unrealistic, um, but they have proven to be very realistic and very helpful and wonderful in my life. So trust your instincts, fly out the window. Even if you freeze to death, at least you had fun. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I would take the next six months. I, I hope that you find a program before then, but I would take the next six months and practice flying out of the cage and jumping off the cliff and being scared to death, but doing it anyway, even in your mind. Okay. Okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, and I want you to keep me posted. All right. Thank you. And happy new year. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. It's a new year reading. So if you want a reading about 2012, give us a call. We'll be right back. Nowadays, you can go to just about any astrology website, type in your birth information and download your chart. That's great. But how many of us know how to read it? Christopher Renstrom has created a course targeted for the person who's interested in astrology, but whose eyes glaze over whenever things start to get too technical and wordy. Join Christopher at his Beginning Astrology Weekend Workshop, February 25th and 26th, at the Courtyard on Lake Union. This class is perfect for those interested in learning about astrology, or perhaps even in becoming astrologers themselves one day. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new Astrology Hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Are you new to the fields of energy medicine, Reiki, or subtle energy therapies? Are you looking for a mentor or for insight and guidance into your health or destiny or for connecting with a loved one on the other side? Travis Taylor is described by other healers as a soul whisperer who nourishes the spirit and enlightens the being. As an empath, energy intuitive, and clairvoyant medium, he offers individual sessions, classes, workshops, and mentoring programs that will improve your health and well-being, expand your consciousness, and cultivate your soul. For more information about Travis and his upcoming events, please visit empathichealing.com. That's empathic healing.com be well no you're not alone and it's not just you the things you're experiencing are actually being felt around the world and there is something you can do about it tune in for it's not just you with Lorelai Spiegelman Susan Wayman and Javon Mitchell 
three professional women of wisdom who compare current events and how they offer you insight into your own personal world. Monday morning at 9 a.m. More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. You can also catch us on the web pretty much anywhere at energyintuitive.com. And you can also go to KKNW's website, which is 1150kknw.com. Lovely. So, yeah, you can go to either one of those areas. Just push listen live buttons and you can hear us right on the web. All of my shows are archived as well on my website. So you can listen to any show you want. I interviewed my daughters last Thursday. That was really fun. I had a bless. I learned so much from them. I swear they are the greatest teachers for me. And that show, of course, is also archived on the website. So lots of fun. Today we're talking about 2012. I think a very big, substantial year for humanity. And we're moving collectively from our solar plexus to our heart chakra. So we reached the tipping point um, of our awareness of self-love, which could only be 10 or 12% of the population that really, really get it. Mm. I, I don't know what the percentage needs to be. And now we're moving into the heart chakra understanding about giving and receiving in balance, which is really lovely. Well, you know, 2012, yeah. of course, there was all the talk about 2012 being possibly the end of the, end world. Of the world. Yeah, yeah. because of the, the whole Mayan calendar thing. Uh, what's your take on that? Yeah, I my opinion is that uh, having the calendar in was excellent because the Mayan culture, although very insightful beings and mystical, mm-hmm. um, also quite violent. And so with your calendar ending and moving into the fourth chakra, my thought is that we're moving in a positive direction towards really understanding peace. Excellent. Yeah, I know. Isn't that like lovely? I was just thinking maybe they just wanted to stop with the (laughs) calendar. Maybe they wanted to make a new one when 2012 (laughs) rolled around. You know, maybe (laughs) maybe they wanted to add some new pictures at that point, but they didn't know what they would be. Exactly. We put out a new calendar every year. So (laughs) to have it uh, there's a go for so long, you know. Right. It's amazing. Well, a lot of the Mayan culture actually disappeared. We can't even find some of their remains. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're not really sure about these interesting mystical um, beings and their their culture. And right, the real reasons behind their calendar ending. I think it's a good sign. I think it's a positive thing. Change is always good, I think. All right, very good. So you don't think it's going to be the end of the world? Nope. Good, because I look forward to doing (laughs) the show with you in 2013. We look forward to that, don't we, Eric? That's right. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, please go to the phone lines. Okay, very good. Let's talk to Linda in Seattle. Linda, you're on the air with Marie Manucherry. Hi, Linda. Hey, thank you. Hi, Happy New Year. Oh, yes. Happy New Year to you, too. What can I do for you? Um, I would love to hear what's up for 2012 for me. Okay. Any particular area, all areas, just um, in general? Well, I said relationships, but mm. it could, whatever seems to be the most pressing. Most pressing. Okay. Well, <laughs> that you I, can tell. I do think you're going to make a big shift in your consciousness. It probably already started the last quarter of 2011. So you're letting go of quite a bit of of garbage, we could say, or baggage, just really uh-huh. old beliefs that aren't serving you any longer. You may even notice a fair amount of loss, you, you know, like people not really in your life the way you wanted them to be or re- recognizing that you kind of don't want to be in their life <laughs> uh-huh. as much anymore. So I think that the first few months of this year could have some grief, you know, feelings connected to it as you let go of the way you used to see yourself and you really feel like this this gorgeous um caterpillar that's 
in, in the cocoon, you know, things are shifting, they're morphing, but you're not quite the butterfly yet. So you may feel lost or <laughs> no, no, that's, that's a very powerful, powerful place to be in. It's good. A, a lot of people don't think this, but it's actually good to not know who you are or what you want. I mean, to be uh-huh. in kind of the void, especially when you've already had some ideas, some strong conceptions about who you are and what you uh-huh. want and what's uh-huh. good for you. And now you're letting go of them. You're creating this clean slate, very powerful and that means that you're you're letting go is like letting go of who you thought you were so that you can be more of who you are. Mm-hmm. I do no, I get that. Yeah, yeah, it's big for you. So I do think you will um, have a relationship this year. I think you'll have a significant relationship more towards the second half of the year, more towards the end of the year, because you're still formulating about who you are, thus what you deserve and who you uh-huh. want. Uh-huh. And okay. so it's brand new ideas. But yeah, so I would get out there, date, have fun, but I don't think you're going to have... <laughs> A significant um, relationship or what you consider like, oh, this could be the one until more towards the end of 12, 2012. So enjoy being the butterfly, like hang out in the cocoon, you know, like uh, wonder what your colors are going to be. How far are you going to fly? What flowers do you want to extract pollen from? You know, play with that whole metaphor of transformation in your own being because it's happening to you regardless, but you'll actually... Um, allow yourself to have more awarenesses of what you're transforming from what into what. Okay. Sounds wonderful. Okay. Happy right. New Year. Thank you. Sure. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Elaine, you're next. Elaine from Puyallup. Hi, Elaine. How are you? I'm fine. Happy New Year to all of you. Yeah, nice. Thank <laughs> you. What can we do for you? I would just like a general reading. Where mm. am I going? What should I not be doing? What should I be doing for the year? You know, don't you normally have a plan and like a list? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I think a lot of people who listen to the show, they think I know everyone, but I really don't know the majority of the people who call in or I've never met them. I don't know if you or I have ever met before. Um, I don't think yes. we have. We have. Okay. So yeah, where did we I meet? I had a reading. You gave oh, me, I'm so you know, sorry. I had a session with you in August. Yeah. Oh, in August. So that was very soon. That was just recently. Mm-hmm. So, well, thank you very much. And I'm so sorry I don't remember who you are. That's fine. I understand that. So when we, when we, excuse me, when we had this reading, my tongue is tied a little bit in early 2012. When we had this reading, what did I suggest that you do in August? And did you do it? I already I know did. the answer, but go ahead. I did part of it. Oh, really? What did you do? Well, I didn't give up sugar, which I should have, <laughs> okay. and I know I will work very hard this year to do that. Yay. Um, I kind of let things go with uh-huh. my relationship with my significant other. Okay. Kind of look at the positive. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And, yeah. And I think in general, I feel much better. I mean, I felt better leaving, and then I, I'm moving in a forward direction now, as before I was sort of stuck. Okay, good. That's all beautiful. That's wonderful. So normally in 2000, you know, when you have a New Year's resolution or whatnot, you do make a list, right? Normally you have goals or some sort of situation on a piece of paper or something of that nature. No, no, I've never done that. Did you do it this year? Uh, I actually went to a nutritionist today Mm -hmm. to work work toward being more, eating better. Okay. Okay. And, And so I guess that would be my only thing. All right. So since you don't normally do a list, and I keep seeing a list over and over in your auric field, which I translated as, oh, you must do this every year, which you don't, um, I think then you should make a list of what you'd like to accomplish this year. And so sugar would be one of them, but don't put it on the top because 
you know, you're annoyed by that whole situation of letting go of sugar. And, and you've already done something very productive. You have found a nutritionist. That's very productive. Thank you so much for doing that. Put it on the bottom because you've already addressed it. Okay. You know, you're working on that. And let's start with, you know, what would bring passion into your heart? You know, what would be fun? I, you know, that's something you talk to me about. There's mm. two things that I figured out bring passion. Okay. What are they? Gardening. And fat, you know, clothes and fashion and that yeah. kind of thing. Okay, so what about fashion do you like? Oh, creating, looking, wearing it, uh-huh. just it in general. You know, I'm just interested in it. Okay, so I have an idea for you about what you can do during this year to kind of cultivate that passion and let it be a part of your life. I'd love for you to start taking some of your friends shopping and helping them to find creative clothing. Okay. Yeah, because since you like it so much, that means you're going to be attracted to the things that people wouldn't normally wear, they wouldn't normally consider wearing. I'm always shocked when my I go shopping with my kids. I'm like, really? Okay, fine. I'll go try it on. And I'm so annoyed. Like, I'm not going to wear that thing. And I put them on. I'm like, oh, that looks really cute. Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, and your friends are going to be so game for this. In fact, if this goes well and you really enjoy it, perhaps it could even be a, a work passion for you. Mm, okay. How does it I sound? I know. Does that sound like a great idea? Yeah, I would have fun doing that. And that's what it's meant to, our work is supposed to bring us fun. Okay. So get a list, be clear about it, please, about things that you want to create. You already know too, that's fantastic. And then go talk to some friends, go out to lunch, go shopping, have some fun. Okay. Okay. Okay, thanks a lot. You're welcome. Happy New uh, Year. You too. Bye-bye. All right, let's talk to Catherine calling all the way from Kansas City. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Hi, Maureen. Hi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you. What can I do for you today? Well, um, I wondered if you had any information from my spirit guide. Sure, absolutely. And in fact, have you been working towards having a stronger relationship with them? Um, I, I wouldn't, I mean, maybe, maybe, uh, not so directly, but, but yes. So how, so how does that relay in your life? What does that mean for you? Well, I mean, you know, what I actually, what I was doing the other day is I sat down and I started writing a letter to myself. Wow. I tried to just let whatever they were trying to say to me come through. Oh, so yeah, that's a definite yes. That's, that's how I spend a lot of time communicating with my guides. I do a lot of automatic writing. Where I just oh, let, wow. yeah, I let information just for my personal life when I'm working with my guides, I just let information flow on the page. And, um, and that's how I feel like I get to communicate with them in my personal life most of the time, especially when I have questions. So yeah, absolutely, you're, you're doing it. And that is what your guides want you to work on in terms of your spirituality in 2012. And, and you can, of course, add things to it, but really establishing a wonderful relationship with your spirit guides. Because one of the things that that happens when you're able to do that is you learn so much about yourself and what you're holding back and what your resistance is and what you're scared to try because they know you so well. You know, they're like these unconditional, loving, healthy, balanced parents who are accurately nurturing your soul. And so to cultivate a relationship with them is, um, it's beyond amazing. It's just beyond amazing. And, And I think people evolve and move quickly. Um, when they have these multisensory relationships with their spirit guides. So you're already on the right track. Yay. And that's what your guides had told me. Mm -hmm. You have, what I can see is you have seven spirit guides 
uh, although you do have an archway open behind you, well, it's going to be open in about a week. So you have a lot that's going to be happening in 2012 for you, particularly on the spiritual realm level. And when, when I see the number seven around someone, although it keeps wanting to morph into eight, so you may get a new guide um, sometime in the next year or two, which could take your number to eight, which would be really good for you because eight's like okay. the fortunate number. It's like um, the affinity number, so it's very fortunate. But seven means metaphorically that having a spiritual practice is so important for you. You know, that sure. wh- whether you meditate every day or you soak in the bathtub at night before you go to bed, but any sort of practice where you could just spend time with yourself, like writing, you know, like that was a precious moment for you. Is that true? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it really was. And and then you get to feel your connection and then you won't feel that disconnect, um, you know, throughout the day. You'll feel, you'll kind of hone in on that connection because we're always connected, but we don't always feel it. And so seven means that you need to spend some time. It's to your advantage to, to cultivate that. Oh, that's perfect. Okay. Well, happy new year and, and great work that you've done already. You're thank on the right you. track. Happy new year to you and looking forward for your book. Oh, thank you so much. I'm excited about it. I really am. Thank yeah. you so much. Well, thanks so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're talking about 2012, the new year, what you could do to help get your new year moving in a positive direction for you. And I'll be right back. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath, Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Shift your morning into overdrive with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on Alternative Talk 1150. Caffeinate your consciousness 6 a.m. weekdays with hot talk and great guests as you get your day underway with Mance and Mitchell, the most unusual radio show in western Washington. Presets adore us, snooze buttons fear us. Dr. Carol Lieberman gives advice on how to let out your inner bad girl or bad boy without treating people badly. Nowadays, you can go to just about any astrology website, type in your birth information, and download your chart. That's great, but how many of us know how to read it? Christopher Renstrom has created a course targeted for the person who's interested in astrology, but whose eyes glaze over whenever things start to get too technical and wordy. Join Christopher at his Beginning Astrology Weekend Workshop, February 25th and 26th, at the Courtyard on Lake Union. This class is perfect for those interested in learning about astrology, or perhaps even in becoming astrologers themselves one day. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. 
Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Alternative to what? Alternative to everything else out there on the radio. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. You can also catch us on the web at energyintuitive.com and on KKNW's website, which is 1150kknw.com. Lovely. That's wonderful. Also, all my archives are available. Um, I interviewed Dr. Bernie Siegel a couple of weeks ago, one of my all-time favorites, and that show is also in the archives. So have fun. Listen. I, I've, I think they're really fun, although um, not everybody knows this, but I never listen to my shows ever. <laughs> so, in fact, I can hear Alyssa as she's downloading them. She'll be making sure that they're audible. And I'm uh-huh. like, oh my gosh, that, that's my voice. Where's that coming from? And she's like, it's the show. I'm like, oh yeah. I never listen to the shows myself. But um, but you listen to them as you do them. That's true. Yeah. Staying in the present moment, just listening to them while it's happening. Why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? All right. Let's talk to Lisa in Bremerton. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Good, good. What can I do for you today? Yeah, I've got some tendonitis in my forearm, mm. and mm-hmm. um, it's old, and I'd like to let go of it. You want it to go away, right? Well, the, yeah. the forearm is governed by the heart chakra. So mm-hmm. um, is it your left or your right? Right? It's predominantly my left. I'm huh. left hand, but it's, it's both. Both of them? Interesting. So yeah. both of them have um, tend- Okay, so <laughs> yeah. have you ever done any healing work? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you like it? Not, um, I mean, you personally, have you ever laid your hands on someone to help them heal? Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> and do you like it? Yes. Okay. Do you do it often? I do. I'm a body worker, oh. and so I do it usually, um, when I'm doing massage. I typically do that with people. I connect to their higher self, and I connect to my higher self. So you do it all the time. You work as a healer, I do. basically, but yes. it's body work, like massage. But of course, yeah. most body workers are moving. I mean, everybody moves energy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So are you getting tired from the massage? Is it hard on your body? Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. Because mm-hmm. what it feels like to me is you have backed up energy. It starts right at the elbow, mm-hmm. goes all the way down to the wrists. Your hands are nice and open. The medium-sized chakras are open there. But have you thought about transitioning from purely body work to more energy work? Um, yes. I'd like to do more. Well, this isn't just energy work, but myofascial release. And oh, so that's, nice. Uh, less, mm-hmm, and it, it, that moves blockages. In it people. does. Fascia work mm-hmm. is amazing. It's, it is it's just phenomenal. So is there a way you can make this happen? Because the reason why you're having this discomfort, it's frustration and the inflammation is setting in because you really don't want to do what you're doing the way you're doing it any longer. You want to do something else and you even know consciously. So whenever we know something consciously and we're still not taking action, the universe mm-hmm. kind of throw, you know, kind of pulls the rug out for underneath from underneath. It's like, are you sure? Are you sure you don't want to do that? Are you sure? Um, so is there a way that you can get this happening in your life? 
yes, this year I'm going to take more trainings in in my fascia release. Mm-hmm. But I I think you're you're pretty well trained. In other words, yeah. I mean you are. I mean clearly, right? Right. Yeah. So is there any way you can start to change the way customers and clients look at you? So you can offer different parts because you, mm-hmm. you you have that you know that's that fear again about taking a risk, you right. know making a mistake, doing the wrong thing, and uh, you can't make a mistake. And the universe, along with your body, is talking to you about shifting the way you help people heal because it's like you've moved, you've 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 accomplished the ability to do it through more muscle work, and now. You know, the universe and your own being is asking that you do it more energetically. Even fascia work is more of an energetic experience, I think. Mm-hmm. Although I get a massage once a week because it's an energetically pleasing experience for me. So, um, so right. that's that's what what that's exactly what's happening. So maybe start to talk to your forearms and and I mean literally have a conversation with them with your mouth open, words coming out, and saying, "Okay, I'm making this shift. Thank you so much for your continual reminding." me mm-hmm. that I need to make this shift and and I'm working on it e- even right now as I'm speaking to you I'm working on feeling comfortable and knowing that I will be safe and have security um, as I sh- shift into a career that suits my being right this is my second year as a massage therapist mm-hmm. and so it's kind of I'm still new at it mm. and so um, I'm not sure I'm trying to figure figure out my path well, you know, it's in interesting. You don't feel like you've been a massage therapist for two years. No, I think what you might be picking up on is I was a house cleaner for 12 years before that. Uh-huh. And no, I, I'm not picking up on no? that. Okay. I, I, when you took massage, was it really simple transition for you? You get it. You know how you yeah. are comfortable laying your hands on people's bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just my, yes, except I um, didn't have the... I didn't believe in myself, so ah. that was the challenging part of it. Yeah, I think you're but natural at helping people heal. I think it's a natural thing for you. So someone's experience could be two years in this lifetime in a body, but it can also be hundreds of years in other lifetimes energetically that's connected mm-hmm. to you, right? So, right? Yeah, so I wouldn't even get caught up on the two-year situation. It just shows how quickly... You know, your being and the universe wants you to move into different facets of healing and not get stuck in, oh, I need to be a massage therapist for a decade. Even your arms are screaming at you already. Yeah, they are. But my fear is that people, I I like deep tissue to receive that. And I I feel like that's more valid than, than energy work. Right. Well, then you need to change your belief system. I don't like deep, deep tissue. I get a relaxing massage every time I go in. Uh, uh, yeah, really. So, so that's a belief you have. You have a belief that when you're using all your muscles, that that's more valuable. When you're working really hard physically, then that's when you deserve to be paid. So you need to change that because energy workers can get, can be paid as well or as more or more than a massage therapist. So it's just all based on the belief system. Okay. Okay. That's exciting. I, I felt that click in like, oh, yeah, I do have that belief. Ooh, I need to reevaluate that. That was good. That clicked in really nice deep into the beginning part of your spinal cord um, at the base of your head. That looks great. Okay. So, and then keep okay, me posted. Had, yeah. Yeah. And I had an archway open up last year, and uh-huh. I'm wondering if it's still open. It is. It's and still how, open. How long is it going to be open? Well, yours is coming to probably another... Mm, four to five months 
So it's okay. going to close in this year, but you could get another one after that, especially if you keep following your your intuition and your impressions and going against your fear. Archways are more opportunities for growth and expansion of consciousness. So as long as you keep that ball rolling, <laughs> more archways mm-hmm. come in. Okay? Okay. All Thank right. You. Thank you. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, on to our next caller. We've got Alex and Edmonds on the line. Hi, Alex. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Great. How's Edmonds? One of my favorite little towns. So <laughs> cute. Yeah, it's fine. It's good restaurants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really cute. Just that turnaround thing. I'm like, okay, who designed that? But I like it now. But the first few times, I'm like, who made this? I don't know. This is kind of weird. But I love Edmonds. What can I do for you today? I'm just wondering what you see for me in 2012. Okay. So how has your mood been in 2011? Would you say (laughs) happy or I'm seeing more depression or frustration um, than happy? Is that true? Uh, Yes. Yes. You nailed it. I'm trying to be happy, but it's hard. (laughs) It's hard sometimes. We get stuck in these funks, you know, that... Where did it come from? How in the heck do I obliterate this emotion so I can actually enjoy myself no matter what, right? Yeah. So so that's what's going to be happening in 2012. You're going to start to get a handle on the emotions that have been were very difficult to manage in 2011. I, I think you're a very sensitive being. I mean, really sensitive. And, <laughs> and, and so... What happens with sensitive people, I think it's good to be sensitive. I think it's healthy. I think it's very valuable. I I think a lot of positive things about being sensitive. But what happens is when your frequency, when you're vibrating in a certain way or or wherever you happen to be vibrating and you're sensitive, you tend to attract more of that vibration. And either you had family members who maybe had some struggling in 2011 or friends or you just picked up on the parts of the economy that weren't doing very well globally you know, something of that nature, and it just made it hard for you to kind of come out. So what I would start to do is shift your vibration. And, and that means you can't think about those things that aren't going very well on the planet. It's, it's not going to really help, help you as an individual. Okay. And you're kind and you're compassionate. So, of course, you wish, wish everyone well and you wish prosperity for everyone. And, and this may not be totally money-related, but it's, it's definitely what's coming through, almost just like this worry. Oh, no, I think you nailed it right on, Marie, but it's hard to not think about it when it's my husband who's doing it to me. <laughs> ah, yeah. That, I mean, you're right. It, it is hard when the people in your life are worried and complaining or having struggles. It's challenging. But you still can vibrate out of their energy. It's a choice. And Does it take work? You bet it does. But it doesn't help him when when he says something and he's worried and then you react. You're feeding him. And he's feeding you on a vibration that's not fun for either one of you and doesn't really help the situation. So how can you still smile at him, give him a hug, wish him well, but then, ooh, that's a pretty flower over there. Or, gosh, I really love these shoes that I'm wearing today. Or, gosh, the sun's out. Or I live in really cute, interesting Edmonds, because you do. I think that's a really cool town, by the way. Um, Do you see what I mean? It's like you're in charge of your own frequency, and people are going to suffer around the world forever. That's part of the human reality. It's part of the human social consciousness is that most people suffer here, regardless of their circumstances. But that doesn't have to be your experience. And in order for you to take your life into that new next level, you have to learn how to vibrate out of the discomfort. So in the year 2012, you foresee me working on it and Uh, accomplishing this? Or is that just... 
<laughs> well, we can tell where your vibration is when you ask that question, right? It's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to work on this and it's, nothing's going to happen. Of course, if you work on it, it's going to change. If you work at shifting your frequency, it's going to change. It's your energy. It's your mind. You get to have it any way you really, really want. So yes, it may feel like it takes some dedication and like you're pulling teeth or nails out of concrete initially, but by March, I think it'll feel a whole lot better. So I'm wondering about um, help with this because it, it is hard to do on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, a group or a mentor or, or mm, yeah, any no suggestions? I think that's a great idea. Um, what I would suggest, I don't know if there's any in the area, but you know, Esther and Jerry Hicks have written a lot of books about frequency and vibration, and they encourage people to create small groups in their homes to get together to positively manifest and positively hold their energy. I used to do this. I don't anymore, but I did it for several years with a lot of friends. So perhaps read one of their books, find out what site they recommend or chat room, um, maybe put an ad in Craigslist or Facebook. Hey, you know, if you do Facebook, which I'm addicted to, by the way, um, and say, hey, I'd love to start a happy vibration group. We're going to meet every Sunday at two o'clock at my house. See you there. You know, yeah. So great idea. That sh- and what was the name that you said? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Yeah, Esther and Jerry Hicks. They wrote a series of books. In fact, you might really enjoy, I think it's their latest book. It's, it's called The Vortex, and it's all about shifting your frequency. Perfect. Okay. Go to the bookstore right now. Oh, <laughs> we'll have a wonderful day at the bookstore. Your vibration you. already feels better. Thank you, Marie. That really did help. I appreciate Good. it. Have a great day. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's talk to AJ in Seattle. AJ, you're on the air. Hi, how are you guys? Great. We're good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Good. What can I do for you? Well, I'm selling my house mm-hmm. and had a question for you. Um, the house is some have kind you, of numerology stuff. Yeah, have, oh, go ahead. yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but um, have you had weird feelings in that house? How long have you lived in it? Um, I lived there for a year. Well, that's not a very long time. So did it, did it feel, does it feel weird, that house? Feel weird to you? Um, it feels like a very spiritual place. Uh Uh-huh. Well, it's very active. I'll tell you that much. I mean, it's, it's like almost like having an airport, an energetic, a spiritual airport in the center of your house, a bus station in the roof of the house, and then a train station underneath. It, it's really like a transport station. I mean, it's a very, very busy house. Huh. Energetically. Do you mm-hmm. sleep well in that house? Um, I used to, yeah. I, don't live in the, I haven't lived in the house for two years. Oh, so when you lived in it, uh, did you sleep well? I did. Wow, you're amazing. Really. I mean, that's a very busy spiritual house. Really. Huh. I think it'll take a, a specific owner, you know, someone who's really comfortable with spirituality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, now you can ask oh. your question. Sorry. Okay. Well, the address adds up to 11. Ah, nice. And so I, after two years, I changed agents two weeks ago, uh-huh. changed the price so it adds to 11. Nice. And now I have a buyer flying up from California Woo-hoo! on the 14th, which adds up to 11. Nice. <laughs> Congratulations. What you see, if you think this is it's going to sell, or <laughs> what is... no, it's a great question. I'm just I'm looking at your energy because as long as you believe it's going to sell, then it will, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's really the deal with it, and and you're getting closer to believing it. It's like 
even the numerology is helping you. You know, like, yeah. oh, okay, there's all these signs. Um, exactly. Yeah, I think that the reason why the house hasn't sold, of course, we could look at the economy. That's one way. Although all the homes in my neighborhood had no problem selling over the last two years. I mean, they're gone. I mean, the longest a house was on the market in my neighborhood was five months. So I really think it's about energy, not necessarily about the economy. I think the house has been waiting for the right person because you know, okay. this is a picky house. This is a highly spiritual home that's not going to change. It's not going to close the train station or the airport or the bus terminal that's highly spiritual. This is a you That house is like a transition center for beings that are moving in different spiritual realities. And so it needed a particular person to come live there. Um, the person that's interested seems open-minded and may very well do well in the house. But if for some reason this person isn't it, then the next one will be. Okay. You're very close. But it was just okay. ready. It was just waiting. Just waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> okay. That was fun. Thanks for letting me read your house. What an interesting place. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, our last caller of the day is Judy calling from Seattle. Hi, Judy. How are you? Hi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What can I do for you? Oh, just a general reading. Just a general reading. Okay. Um, Well, first, I just want to ask you a couple questions. What are you up to these days? What are you doing? I am recovering from the holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Did you work too hard? Uh, I did. Well, I took a class. Oh, you did? It was a lot tougher than I thought it was. Uh Uh-huh. You know, there are family things going on. and Yeah. It's um, a lot to be learning during the holidays while you should be partying and relaxing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, do you write at all? Um, not really. Uh-huh. Do you want to? Well, you know, I, I want to journal, but, well, and I've thought about it occasionally. Yes, I guess I have. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, do you mind asking me, uh, I mean, telling me what you took the class in? Um... It, it was for my my work. I mean, I don't have any right now, but it, it's a, a Revit. Um, it's an AutoCAD class. It's like drafting. Oh, things. right, 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 yeah. right, right. Have I talked to you before? You, you have. Yeah. yeah. And and I think I we were, is when, um, I think her name is Stephanie, was on the show talking about, you know, I can see your dream job, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Did you call yeah. him for that? Right. And so we talked to you about mentoring other people in the CAD Right. Correct? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Yeah, because that's kind of a cool thing, the CAD. So could you also work on writing? And if it's journal writing that you need to do, I would highly, highly recommend that. I do think a lot of things are going to change next year for you. You just have to kind of, you know, believe that things can change. Try not to be so black and white. Try try to see the world gray. And maybe writing is going to help you see that. Maybe writing is going to help you see that things can change at any moment, that nothing has to stay the same. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, we're running out of time here on the show, so I'm, I'm sorry I won't be able to go into more detail than that. But at least do some journaling so you can All see right. things in a different way. Okay, okay. thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Have and a great year. Thank you. You too. And thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. I just want to remind you one more time uh, that my book is on pre-sale at Amazon.com, along with my six-CD um, lesson program, How to Communicate with Your Spirit Guides. So you can get a great pre-sale price on Amazon, and it will be available everywhere else on March 1st. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day, joyful blessings, and Happy New Year. Bye-bye.